Welcome back to another volume of Truly Disturbing Tales from Reddit. Today we're going to be narrating three new and settling stories, taken directly from the platform. I encourage you all to sit back, grab a snack, and enjoy these terrifying personal accounts. Now, without any further delay, let's jump right in. This happened to me five years ago, and I'm only telling the story now because I want to warn others. This is quite difficult for me to talk about, for reasons that will become clear rather soon. In 2017, I went to a friend's birthday party. It was their 40th, so it was a pretty big deal. I had recently lost my job, and I was struggling with my mental health, but I had a very supportive husband and a very nice family life. Plus, it was a private party. What could go wrong? My husband was supposed to go with me, but our childcare arrangements fell through at the last minute. While I didn't want to go without my husband, he felt that I needed a night out with friends, and the birthday girl kept asking if I was coming. So I went. While it was a private engagement, there were still more than a few dozen people there. All had been invited by the birthday girl. There were a half dozen people that I knew really well, but pretty much everyone else was a stranger. I assumed that the birthday girl had good judgment and that everyone present was okay. We were all having a great time, laughing and dancing. At one point I stepped outside to cool down and smoke a cigarette. A fellow partygoer, some guy, ended up joining me. We talked about the birthday girl, how we knew her, and even talked about football. Turns out that we were from the same city and were fans of the same team. We returned to the party, and he asked me if I wanted a drink. I said no, and raised my glass to show him that I already had one. I then put my drink down, and went to dance with the birthday girl. When I returned from the dance floor, I took a big gulp of my drink, and after that, it all gets a little hazy. The rest of the story is pieced together from various sources and photos. There's a photo of me and the male party guest, who I'll refer to as MPG from now on, posing with the venue's door staff. I'm smiling at the camera, my arm around the security man, and MPG next to me, kissing my cheek. I don't remember this photo. There's another one of me and MPG. I'm leaning against him with my eyes closed. I also don't remember this. I woke up the next morning at home, on the sofa, with my husband initially furious about the state that I came home in, obviously because he didn't know how bad it could have been. Apparently, several of my friends saw MPG trying to guide me into a waiting car and stopped him. When they challenged him about what he was doing, he said that I had agreed to leave with him, but I was incoherent at this point. I also have zero recollection of this happening either. A female friend of mine took me home, I don't remember this, but I know my friend saved me from something horrible that night. Once my husband knew what had happened, he was very supportive and rightfully concerned. The same female friend told my husband how quickly my behavior had changed and just how quickly I had become uncoordinated and incoherent. Like I said, this all took place about five years ago. I saw the birthday girl recently, and she told me that MPG is currently in prison for assaulting his girlfriend in 2020. Please make sure that you're always careful with your drinks. Never leave them unattended. Make sure your friends are looking after you. 
the same way that you would look after them given the same situation. I believe this all took place in April of 2018. I had gone to Colorado for a concert and was just driving around checking everything out before and after. The day before the concert, I'm driving through the Rockies because I thought it'd be cool, I guess. It was already probably about 9 p.m. I get to a gas station and I see an old lady with a giant suitcase sitting right outside the front doors. I went inside, bought a pack of Swishers, got gas, and just as I was getting ready to leave, that same woman asked me for a ride. Being young and stupid, I said, sure, hop in, ma'am. Before moving an inch, she asked me if I could help her with her giant suitcase. Of course, I didn't want an old woman around the age of 60 trying to lift that heavy thing into my back seat, so I oblige. The ride started off pretty normal at first. We both just talked about life. Well, she did most of the talking, mostly about her kids and family, claimed that she was hitchhiking to Alaska for some insane reason that I can't remember. Anyway, I had a joint that I decided to just give her and let her smoke while we were driving. Not sure why. Maybe to get her to shut up a little bit? Eventually, she asked if I want to try her weed, but keeps mentioning how it tastes funny, which was a red flag in my mind, so I politely said no. Then she started getting weird, talking about homeless camps where people smoke meth. Then I actually got a good look at her, where I originally thought she was 60. I can now see that she's no older than 40 or 45, showing real signs of being a tweaker that life had beaten up along the way. And at this point, both the conversation and the ride itself began to devolve. She starts pointing out rest stop signs, or whatever, which were like a hundred miles out from, and was trying to convince me to go to one with her. She kept saying, I don't have any money, but some people will do certain favors for you if you give them a ride. Would you be into that? At this point, I'm actually driving like a maniac in the middle of a pretty bad snowstorm, in hopes that I'm more visible and noticeable to people if anything were to happen. I was actually pretty terrified, having a stranger in the passenger seat of my car, propositioning me in all sorts of weird manners. After moving through the odd conversation, and politely refusing all her sexual and drug-related advances, we finally get to a town on the opposite side of the Rockies from Denver. I pull up to another gas station and say, Okay, I gotta get back to Denver and get some rest. I'm dropping you off here. All she said was, You're a very smart young man. And I helped her unload the suitcase that I originally threw into the back seat and pulled off thanking God I was still breathing. As I exit the parking lot, I see that she's positioned herself by the front doors of the gas station, looking for her next ride, in the event that she finds someone else willing to give her one. I'm not sure if it was my paranoia, or simply realizing the gravity of the situation that I had placed myself in. If any of my actions are questioned, just know that I question them myself every day. This was at a time in my life when I was particularly lost and not in a good mental state at all. I definitely shouldn't have been roaming around Colorado by myself. I know just how incredibly lucky I am. To the woman who was hitchhiking from Colorado to Alaska in 2018, I pray that you made it there. But even more, I pray that anybody that helped you 
also made it home that night. Before I begin, this encounter happened about 10 years ago, when I was 22 years old, and I'm well aware that this was a very poor judgment call on my part. My parents always taught me to help someone in need, just not necessarily to the extent that I allowed. Up until this point, I didn't have much of a reason not to trust people, although not everyone always has good intentions. I've also had an unreasonably difficult time saying no to people throughout my entire life, and have since had the help of a therapist to be better about that. I've only told this story to a handful of people, because I'm truly ashamed of my actions, and potentially putting my daughter's life in danger. I was on my way to an event of some kind when my daughter was three years old. I remember forgetting something at home for the event that I just couldn't show up without. We had just pulled off, so I was close enough to home that I decided to turn around and head back. As I was pulling into the parking lot of my apartment complex, a woman was walking kind of in the middle of the driving area and began to wave me down. I pulled up near to the woman and rolled down my window about a third of the way. She started to give me the story about how she works at the nearby nursing home and she had run out of gas on her way to the gas station and was asking for directions to get there. I didn't think much of the fact that she was roaming around in my apartment complex because it was pretty common for people to cut through as it sat between two main roads and avoided traffic lights. I gave her directions for a five minute walk to the gas station, but she mentioned that she was pregnant and she wasn't feeling well. I tried telling her that I was in a hurry and assured her it was a very quick walk but she begged for me to take her. At this point, she noticed my daughter was in the back seat, and I quickly pick up on the look of surprise on her face that I didn't think much of at the time, and she began talking to my daughter and made her laugh. She turned back to me and asked one last time if I could just drive her to the gas station. At this point, I just gave in. I let her in my car, and she almost immediately asked if I have any money she can use. My heart sank at that point, realizing she was probably lying and just wanted to lie her way into some cash. I was honest with her and told her that I was broke and didn't carry any cash on me anyway. She pointed out another resident in the complex and asked me to drive her to them. In my mind, there was still a slight possibility that she needed gas, just didn't have the funds for it. So I drove her to the other person and she rolled down my window asking for money. They said no, and she pointed out another person. At this time, I told her I really had to be somewhere, and that I couldn't keep helping her. I drove her closer to the other person, but stopped far enough away that she would have to get out of my car to talk to them, which thankfully, she did. Once she hopped out of my car, I sped off and drove to my destination, forgetting all about whatever it was that I forgot at home. I told my mother about this story, and a week later, she sent me a clip from the local news. The news mentioned a woman who would approach people asking for a simple favor, which led her to asking them for money. If these people said no, she pulled out a syringe or needle of some kind and would threaten to stab them with it. She did end up stabbing somebody on one occasion. I look at the image of the person in the clipping, and I instantly recognize that this is the woman that was in my car. I know these types of people don't have much of a conscience, but I truly believe that the fact my daughter was in the car 
is what kept that woman from stabbing me that day. It's a very cold world out there, and sometimes the reward for helping somebody may just mean a quick jab to the neck. Be safe out there, everybody.